When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Welcome to the MLB Daily Podcast, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I'm your host, Brandon Karam. LJ will be returning to the show tomorrow. But in the meantime, uh, speaking of time, I think it's very relevant that we bring up uh, La Terrain watches. Uh, If you haven't checked out La Terrain Watch Collection, uh, be sure to go to their website. That's L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. Not only do they sell very sleek, very nice-looking watches, they also sell other accessories. Of course, they have watch bands and straps. They sell uh, some handbags and backpacks. Uh, They sell bracelets. They sell sunglasses. They sell a little bit of everything. And their main thing is the watches, though, and LJ and I have been looking very meticulously, I guess is the word, at some of these watches. Uh, a few of them are actually sold out now. The Voyager 1893 collection and the Silk Rose are both sold out. Uh, so the ones that LJ and I have been looking at is the Compass, the Legacy 2, the Navigator is also very nice. Uh, go and check it out. Check them out. If you use code MLB daily at checkout, you will get 10% off your order. You also get free shipping on all orders over $50. Uh, but LJ and I are for sure going to be 
getting these watches very soon while we're at our respective colleges and we'll be for sure using code MLB daily at checkout to get us 10% off but of course uh, just be sure to check them out once again la-t-o-u-r-a-i-n-e dot com la terrain watches uh always need to know what time it is so check them out but on today's show i want to talk at least at the top here uh you know i feel like we don't do this enough on the show but should i rank the teams like a top five power rankings yeah let's do it i'm gonna do who i think in baseball right now is the top five teams uh the mlb also released mlb.com released their top five so i'll be comparing uh them but yeah after the monday games here's where i here's how i uh see the my at least my power rankings right now uh number one i think is the giants i think that's pretty obvious uh they won today monday or so yesterday for you guys uh and then 19 of their remaining 25 games i believe are against nl west teams they're 39 and 19 against teams in their own division one of the best intra-division records in the league let's also not forget that win that the giants had on sunday clinched the season series against the dodgers and also put them in sole possession of first place for the mlb best record and the nl west so in the case of a tiebreaker uh the and, and excuse me in the case of uh, a tie atop the nl west uh, it would be the giants who hold the tiebreaker so they're still number one for me uh i think Obviously, when you're looking at the teams on paper, like I would have to say the Dodgers are the most talented team. But in terms of how these teams are playing at the current moment, uh, Giants are still number one. And I don't think that uh, there's much discussion uh, for that. I mean, if you want to make a case for the Dodgers, go ahead. But from what I saw in those series with the pitchers the Giants were using, uh, I just think that this that this Giants team, even with this put together bullpen which is not good names that you don't recognize are still performing very well against some of the top talent in the league and uh one other guy I wanted to touch on with the Giants uh Logan Webb is just having a phenomenal season uh sure he's not gonna be that uh you know he's he's no Kevin Gaussman he's no uh, you know, who's, you know, Alex Wood's been really good for them too, but Logan Webb this year in 112 innings has a two, five, six ERA, uh, struck out 121 batters. And let me pull up his game log here because over the last few weeks, he has been killing it. Uh, especially when this guy's like the number four, number five starter on a fully healthy Giants team. Yes, yeah, since August, you know, we'll do this since August 1st. Let's see how, let's see what his stats look like. All right. Since August 1st, he is, he's pitched seven games. Wow. Uh, 45 in a third innings, seven earned runs. That comes out to a 1.39 ERA, 
Opponents are slashing 214, 260, 302. That's a 562 OPS. Uh, he's just been dominant. I mean, he's only allowed, let's see, eight extra base hits out of the 30, eight extra base hits allowed as a pitcher in 45 innings is, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, and not to mention the Giants won six out of those seven games the one game they lost he went six innings one earned nine strikeouts they lost two to one to the brewers uh who did they face that game did they have to face yeah they had to face corbin burns who went seven innings also allowing one earned so real pitchers duel there but just logan webb is not getting enough talk and i mean he's legitimately been one of the best pitchers at keeping runs off the board he has the eighth lowest era among pitchers with 100 innings pitched uh he struck out 27 percent of the batters he faced the average is around 22 and a half percent for starting pitchers at least uh also his swinging strike rate his called strike rate are both above average uh and his walk rate is also well below league average so this kid is only 24 he only has a little over a year of service time and the giants are going to have him for you know even if they do put in some kind of new free agent rule presumably the next five years four or five years at least uh and they're gonna have plenty of choices to make this offseason the giants a lot of guys that are free agents just a lot of moves that could possibly be made with that roster uh, they know they're going to be able to pencil in Logan Webb at the top of the 2022 rotation. And uh, also, now that I read this uh, here, since the All-Star break, he has the best ERA, 1.64 ERA in 10 starts. Uh, and, but look, I mean, this, I just wanted to touch on him because I feel like we haven't talked a lot about him. But this Giants pitching staff as a whole, I mean, even the bullpen has just been so good this year. Uh, you know, they don't strike out a lot of batters. That's the thing. These, their, their pitchers will not be up there in strikeouts. But what they will be up there in is run prevention, uh, walks allowed. They rarely walk any batters. Uh, you know, hits allowed. They're very good. So they're just a really good pitching staff when it comes to allowing soft contact. That must be, you know, kind of the organizational philosophy and it's working. So, you know, I can't blame them whatsoever. And just wanted to give a little shout out to Logan Webb because he has been pitching so, so good, especially since the all-star break. All right. Number two on my list, uh, we're going with the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, look, they're going to be tested over the next couple of weeks. I think 10 of their next 13 games are against playoff contenders. It's They're playing the Cardinals, uh, and I should actually update you on what happened in that Giants-Cardinals game. Uh, in case you didn't see uh, the, excuse me, Dodgers-Cardinals game, sorry. Dodgers won five to one. Max Scherzer got the win. He pitched really good. Eight innings, uh, no earned runs, 13 strikeouts. Uh, yeah, Dodgers handled the Cardinals, but not only do they have this series for the next uh, three games, 
They then have three against the Padres, three against the Reds in in Cincinnati. So it's it's a tough stretch for the Dodgers, but I mean this team is built for the World Series. I still been picking them for the World Series. You might be like, well, Brandon, you just said the Giants are the best team in the league. Yeah, they're the best team in the league right now. But I think come October, come a month, uh, we're absolutely gonna think that this team uh, that that the the Dodgers are the best team in the league. And I hope I'm wrong because. Remember, my Yankees are going to be in the playoffs, too, and who knows what they're going to do. But, no, I would never consider them one of the best teams in the league, uh, especially with how this last week has looked. But, I mean, as for the Dodgers, I mean, look, Max Scherzer's been one of the best pitchers in the league since they traded for him. Uh, 43, or now it's almost 50 innings, I believe, uh, 63 strikeouts, just really, really good numbers from him. And been the story of the year Dodgers and Giants so not a surprise for those two uh number three we're going with the Tampa Bay Rays uh really wanted to put them at number two but I couldn't justify having the Dodgers at three uh the Rays look they were down what seven to one yesterday to the Red Sox they come all the way back and win 11 10 in 10 innings uh we're at the point where I think Tampa Bay is locked in to win the AL East. I mean, sure, there's mathematical possibilities that uh, the other teams can win the division, but I just don't think it's close at this point. Uh, The Rays are clearly the most talented team, Uh, not to mention Wander Franco, who went four for six on Monday, so continued his on-base streak. He has the longest active on-base streak in baseball reaching base safely in 36 consecutive games during that stretch he has 48 hits and 143 at bats which is uh, a 336 batting average and the streak ties mickey mantle for the second longest on base streak by a player prior to turning 21 so there's your little daily wander franco update uh Number four, I'm going with, uh, let's see. I guess I'll go with the Astros. Uh, this is tough because they're the NL, or excuse me, AL West is getting a lot more interesting, at least I thought. Uh, it's more like the teams in the AL West are getting more interesting when it comes to the wild card uh, instead of the actual division i thought a few days ago that maybe seattle or oakland had a chance to win this division outright but uh look houston they're not going to completely run away with this al west but i still think they should win it pretty handily i mean you look up and down this roster their their lineup is still i mean this is stacked you look at their top seven i'll just read them off quick this is how Fangraphs has it. They have Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, Jordan Alvarez, Yuli Gurriel, who's been having a fantastic season, by the way. Really, really good year for Yuli Gurriel, hitting over 300 and over 500 plate appearances. Uh, Carlos Correa, sixth. Carlos Correa, sixth. I don't know if that's where he has been hitting. That's where Fangraphs has it. Let me check here. I mean... If that's if this is how they normally are lining up, and I, I 
I'm going to look at last night's game and see where they had him. They had Correa. All right, they had him hitting fourth. I mean, he could easily be, be in that part of the lineup. Yeah, but my point, just so deep, a great mix of lefties and righties. You got Kyle Tucker slotted in there after Correa, so you got your lefties and Tucker, Jordan Alvarez, Michael Brantley, who has, uh, who are all just fantastic hitters. This Astros offense, uh, I don't know if you, it's probably second best in the league. Uh, best batting average, best on base percentage, second best uh, OPS, second most runs scored. Uh, 11th in home runs. Like, once again, they're not a team that's going to hit a lot of home runs. Uh, they have four players right now with over 20, but they're just an average team. I mean, the team that has the best batting average in the league, you would certainly expect and on base percentage, you would certainly expect them to have a very potent offense. And that is exactly what the Astros have. We can't look past their pitching either. Lance McCullers, uh, Luis Garcia, Framber Valdez, they got Oda Rizzi back in there now. So real solid. And then of course, out of the bullpen, Ryan Presley, Ryan Stanek, Kendall Graveman, Yimmy Garcia, all guys who they have been relying on as of late uh, and should be a pretty deep bullpen. I mean, the Astros have never really been known for having a sort of the best bullpen in the league, but it's always been serviceable enough to supplement their very good offense and usually very, very good starting pitching. All right. Number five, uh, this is real tough. I'll tell you guys who I'm in between. I'm in between the Chicago White Sox and I'm in between the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm going to check one little thing. Uh, I want to see which team, which team out of these two has the best record since August. Uh, and then that's who I'll put. And I know that's probably not great logic. Um, Okay, here I pulled it up. So actually, this is interesting. Since August, the since August first, here's the teams with the best records in the league: Dodgers twenty four and eight, Rays twenty four and nine, Giants twenty three and eleven, Yankees twenty three and eleven. The Brewers are next at twenty two and twelve. The White Sox are only eighteen and fourteen. Yeah, all right. So uh, I will put the Milwaukee Brewers here. Uh, I believe they're 30 games above 500 now. Uh, that's certainly nothing to be mad at. I mean, it's they have an 11 game lead in the NL Central. They have that pretty much wrapped up. Uh, the one main piece that they need to get back prior to the playoffs is probably Willie Adamas. They hope that he can be back. Uh, at some point, remember, he's been out with that strained quad or he just went out with that strained quad a few days ago. Uh, but the Brewers is a really interesting team because you look at the offense and you look at the numbers and you're like, how the hell is this team 30 games over 500? And then you see the pitching and you're just like, holy crap, like <laughs> their starting pitching is just ridiculous. When you have a top three of Corbin Burns, who has a 2.38 ERA and almost 200 strikeouts and 144 innings, okay? Brandon Woodruff, who has a 2.48 ERA and 163 innings with 191 strikeouts. And Freddie Peralta, 
who has a 2.7 ERA in 123 innings with 168 strikeouts. They're just nasty. They have three guys who can legitimately, any given game, go out and shut down your team, and there's nothing really you can do about it. And if they get the offense going, like this is a legit World Series contender slash winner in my mind. And it might sound crazy, but I just, look, you have an ace and a playoff series. Like you have one, one pitcher who can go out there and pitch seven scoreless, six or, or seven innings, one earned run. You have one of those pitchers, you're in every series, no matter what, because you know that you have a chance to win two of the seven games. When you have three of those pitchers, and if you want to count Freddie Peralta as like two and a half, as like a half, so you have two and a half, I'm fine with that, I guess. Like, realistically, they're they're going to be in all these, all these playoff games. Like, sure, the offense can go cold in the playoffs, but they only need to muster really a couple of runs, and that's how it's been this year. I mean – they have the 25th best batting average, 14th best on base percentage, and 19th best on base plus slugging percentage with their offense, which, look, I get. But they have the second best ERA, second best whip. They're just a really pitching – They, how should I word this? They rely on pitching more than pretty much every team in the league. And it's not a bad thing because they're so good at pitching, not only in the starting rotation, but when it's not Burns, Woodruff, or Peralta pitching, they still have guys who can fill in. Eric Lauer's been very good. Adrian Hauser's been very good. And we didn't even talk about the bullpen where, of course, Hayter, Devin Williams, Brad Boxberger has stepped up in a big way for them this year. Brent Suter is another lefty out of there. They can really mix and match, and I just love what this team brings to the table. And sure, they've collapsed in the playoffs uh, the last few years, but last year, do you blame them? They lost to the Dodgers. They had to play uh, two games in Los Angeles with no fans. Like, I I don't blame them for losing that wild card series. Uh, 2018, they lose in game seven of the NLCS. I mean, this is a franchise that knows – what postseason success is has made it deep. I mean, let's not forget 2019, they lose that wild card game to the Nationals, just, you know, terrible situation with Trent, Trent Grisham not being able to field the ball. Nationals end up uh, taking the lead and winning that game, and they go on to win the World Series. So the, two, the last two playoffs, they lost to the eventual World Series winner. So it's not like they've got to the playoffs and they really should. I mean, yeah, probably 2019, they should have won that game. 2018, they lose game seven of the NLCS. Like I said, to the Dodgers who end up losing in the world series, they're getting beat by teams that end up going on to make the world series or win the world series. They're really only a few steps away. And if they can just get a little offensive contribution in the playoffs and their pitching stays how it has been. I really don't see how this team, you know, isn't going to get into the NLCS. I mean, I think that's pretty reasonable to say. I think that's reasonable expectations for this team, especially if I'm putting them 
number five and you figure that the Giants and Dodgers, they're going to have to take each other out. I mean, because the winner of the wild card will end up playing the Giants or the Dodgers, which whoever ends up winning that division. And I'm assuming that the team that doesn't win the NL West will win the wild card game. They play each other. I mean, really, the Brewers, if they just can can keep this up and end up not getting the best record in the league so they won't have to play one of the wild card teams, they're going to end up with a – I don't know. Like, I just, I just really like a first-round matchup with them against the Braves. I think that's a very winnable series for them. But – Speaking of the Braves, I have one last topic I would like to talk about today, and that is Charlie Morton has been extended. The Braves announced Monday they've signed right-hander Charlie Morton to a one-year contract worth $20 million. Uh, it, uh, he will also have a $20 million club option for the 2023 season that has no buyout. Uh, this is his second go-around, though, in Atlanta. Let's not forget uh, he signed with them this offseason. Uh, but the Braves selected him with their third-round pick back in 2002. He didn't debut as a Brave till 2008. I believe he got traded to the Pirates in 2009. Uh, then he was kind of a mid-rotation starter in Pittsburgh. Uh, he ended up getting hurt. Then he went to the Phillies for like four games, got hurt again, ended up with Houston where he kind of exploded. Uh, he exploded. I mean, he was throwing a lot more of his four-seamer and curveball. He wasn't really throwing a sinker as much. And then all of a sudden he turned into uh, one of the best starters in the league, really, when he was on Houston. Uh, he spent two years there. Then he turned that into a two-year, $30 million contract with Tampa. He'd end up finishing third in the AL Cy Young uh, voting and uh, then in 2019. And then uh, he had a little bit of arm trouble, slow start in 2020. However, end of 2020, he was very good. He, he was able to right the ship and looked very dominant for much of the race 2020 run to that World Series. This offseason, he was a very coveted free agent as uh, because, or I should say this, he was a coveted free agent, but the amount of teams that he wanted to play for was not a lot. Uh, he said that the Rays were there because it was he was able to live in uh, Bradenton, Florida, which is where he lives, and he wants to stay somewhere in the Southeast. Well, you think about Southeast baseball teams, you got the Rays, the Braves, and the Marlins. That's about it. So the, he ends up signing with Atlanta, uh, a one-year deal where it was kind of like, prove it to us that you still have it. And look, I mean, now that they have him locked up through next year you can pencil another starter back for Atlanta who is gonna have a pretty deep pitching staff at the start of next year and what Charlie Morton has brought to them this year has been very solid play once again 
Uh, 3.47 ERA in 158 innings. That's 28 starts. He's got 185 strikeouts, ERA plus of 126, which essentially means he's been 26% better than the average player at preventing runs. Uh, so, yeah, very solid. His war's at three and a half. I mean, you can't really ask for more than that. He's on a $15 million deal right now. Why not give him 20 mil for next year? Uh, he just seems like he's getting better with age, which you don't – I mean, you can see with pitchers. I mean, we saw Adam Wainwright this year pitch very good as well. But, yeah, I'm glad to have – glad to see that he's returning to Atlanta. Uh the next big move the Braves front office has to make is what to do with Freddie Freeman. But realistically, Braves are in a good spot for next year, especially getting getting Charlie Moore in. I mean, like I said, this rotation depth, you bring back Max Free, you bring back Waskari Noah, Ian Anderson, uh, Tuki Toussaint you have in there. Let's not forget about... Mike Soroka, uh, you've got guys like Tucker Davidson, who's a starter, who has been on the IL for a while. So just a lot of different guys there that Atlanta can mess around with. Well, not mess around, but just they, that they have to use, and they're all fairly young. I mean, Ian Anderson, who Oscar, you know, are both 23. Max Fried's 27. Tuki Toussaint's 25. Uh, Mike Soroka's 24. So to have a veteran leadership in there – bring back more and he can kind of mentor all these young pitchers. I just think is such a net positive for Atlanta that the $20 million is absolutely worth it, especially on a one-year deal, but that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you all for listening. Check us out, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at MLB daily pod. Be sure to check out lot terrain watches, uh, use code MLB daily at checkout and play our trivia contest on our Twitter. We'll see you tomorrow. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com.